0: Okay, it's part two of my tales of home buying in a freaking global pandemic. Here comes real-life actual accounts of people who bought homes in 2020. 2020. Sucked, huh? Well, how about some good news, not just to put a smile on your face, but to actually inspire you with some real world information that you can use. No phony sales pitches or pie in the sky, get rich quick schemes, actual for real hacks and tips on how people bought a home, their first home in 2020. People ask me all the time, when should I buy a home? I want to buy my first home. When do I do it? What do you think? What's the best time? And then they say, you know, I'm super concerned about the economy, about the stock market, about the election, about unemployment, about now I'm freaked out about this pandemic. Should I wait for all this mess to clear up? Now, for those of you who don't know, my name is David Sidoni. I'm the How to Buy a Home Guy. And this is the podcast where I help people out. I've been doing this a long time. But those of you who've been listening forever, you know that I take most of my ideas from people way smarter than me. So when it comes to Should I wait for it? What should I do? When do I buy a house? I always think about what Warren Buffett said. He said something similar to this. It's when the public is fearful, that's when you take action. And when the entire public is out there taking action, that's when you should be fearful. If you don't know who Warren Buffett is, Google him, gang. He's got just a little bit more money than I do. That's the way it works, kids. The rich get richer in down times. So if you want to take advantage of it, if you want to be smarter, if you want to work like the one percenters, well, actually, I don't want you to act like the one percenters. I just want you to have their bank accounts. So we're going to find ways for you to do that, to take advantage of these rough times as long as things are going okay for you. All right. Continuing on with our listener celebration of stories from 2020. How did they do it? One word, planning. So our first listener story today, continuing from part one, this is part two. This guy is going to remain nameless because he works in national security in some secret crazy government job. I don't even know. I'm kind of freaked out to find out. He called me with questions throughout the pandemic. He wasn't sure where his crazy secret black ops base was going to be, had no idea where they were going to send him. And even if he knew, I'm pretty sure he couldn't tell me, which is a real tough way to try to buy real estate when you don't tell your realtor where you live. So he had a lot of questions about relocation, about buying potentially for someplace that might just be temporary for him and his family. Now, doing that and calling someone way before you do that, that's excellent planning. Finding somebody who actually gives a darn and will talk to you because you're not buying a house in the next 30 or 60 days, that takes a little more work. As I mentioned in part one, there is a saying in financial planning, it's never a bad time to buy your first home despite what's going on in the market, but you still need to look at the big picture for your specific situation. It might not be right for you. So Mr. Anonymous Black Ops dude, he and I, we took a look at their situation. And now he's in a more settled place and he's working with one of my unicorn realtors. And I'm not going to tell you where because I don't want to die. And that's, for those of you who don't know what a unicorn realtor is, that has nothing to do with the government and black ops. They're not running around free at Area 51. A unicorn realtor is just what we call the magical, mystical, and often elusive realtor. That is the fanciful combination of a caring and nurturing real estate agent who wants to help you and has experience, yet they also will take the time to work with you the first time buyer. The lesson that we got from our first listener, research and plan. But don't do it on your own. Get a guide. Find a pro. Tailor your specific planning for your needs. Now, another listener whose home that I sold a few years back when they moved to texas guess what he got relocated and that man he couldn't travel much in the pandemic so we had to do the whole thing through facetime in videos and i did the inspection for him by video and we sent the papers fedex to them and they signed and purchased their house all from a different state locally i had a client who was looking to buy a condo by the beach so this was the summer of 2020, and this is one of those hacks, one of those things that we did to help him trying to buy, even though it was a crazy time. We found a high rise in massive construction. They were tearing the whole place apart because as soon as the COVID shutdown happened, the building figured out that was a perfect time to do renovations. You know what? It's cool. Let the place get super ugly while less people were going in and out. They didn't mind a tow up lobby since they figured no one's gonna be buying now anyway, it's the middle of this freaking pandemic. So we trudged through that mess in the lobby, we got to the elevators, and eventually we got up to a high floor, and we found a gorgeous condo with an open view. Because we were willing to trudge through the war zone, and we were willing to see this amazing upstairs unit that was overlooking the Pacific Ocean. He ended up buying his dream place, And in fact, just recently I was cruising through Facebook and he got this great picture of his Christmas tree overlooking the ocean. Pretty awesome. Now, here's another true story from a listener. I hope that you're going to find some valuable information in here. Listen up. Hey there, me and my wife are first-time homebuyers and I've been looking for a realtor to help us, but they don't seem to be interested in the buyers, just the sellers. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let me stop right there. This is me now. This is why I started the podcast. Did you hear that? This is so true, especially in those high-priced areas. You need a unicorn. And remember, your realtor's free. The seller pays for it. Okay, I got a little giddy there. So now back to the story. He says, and as an aside for, I don't know, possible podcast fodder. (laughs) Okay, now it's me again. He screwed up. He just gave me permission to use this piece in the podcast. You better bet your butt I'm using it. Okay, here we go. Back to the email. I had a PhD and was making nearly $100,000 a year, and yet I had a paltry $87, as in less than $100, in my savings account at the start of 2019. Your podcast definitely helped me wake up to the fact that I needed to start putting money away for a rainy day and my future goals. I think that lots of military folks get lulled into a sense of security that they don't really need an emergency fund. Because they've got that job security, great health care, etc. But if you never start saving, then that money won't be there when you need it. 24 months later, that figure had exploded to $50,000 and my lifestyle hadn't changed a bit. Pretty cool, huh, gang? That's me again. I'm just stoked on that. Lots of stuff in the other podcasts. Okay, back to him. My realtor suggested a mortgage broker that found me a $22,000 grant. I was originally denied the grant because they said i made too much money which i wish was true i was very confused and asked for more details but it turns out that the underwriters are not good at math winky face thankfully i like excel spreadsheets and it was all fixed this crazy market was terrifying at first for a first-time home buyer homes were on the market for an average of three days sometimes even less and people offered way above asking price on top of that The showings were down to 15 minutes. Now, that's due to reduced capacity in indoor spaces. And offers had to be in by 8 p.m. that night. Um, what? That was him, gang. I didn't say that. That was in the email. He actually wrote, um, what? With two question marks. Okay, back to the email. And oftentimes at the showings, the people before you would stay late after their 15 minutes and the people after you would come early, so there was added pressure. My dad's an electrician, so I brought him with me, and he was going to help me strategize. He looked at the foundation, the actual construction of the home, where I had evaluated the cosmetic layout of the home. When he saw the home that he bought, they both knew right away. He said, I walked outside at the end, and I straight up asked my dad, am I crazy to think this is my home? He said, I was thinking the same thing. Even when I met with the inspector, he said it was a good home. It's a four bedroom, two bath kitchen, everything he wanted with a mother in law apartment in the basement. So he's able to rent that out. Another hack that we talk about in lots of episodes. Plus, it has a heated four car garage, which apparently is kind of a big deal because this guy lives in Minnesota. We don't have those here in California. We have flip flops and beaches, but enjoy Minnesota. Well, he says the previous owner of the home had told me that she wanted to sell her home to a one-person income because that's how she bought it. <laughs> Does that make any sense? No. <laughs> but I told you selling a home is a one-off. People are crazy. So then he says, I unfortunately never got to meet her in person because of the pandemic. Okay, this is back to me. So how did the buyer get that communication from the owner? How'd they find out that weird thing that they wanted to get it from a single person? I'll tell you how, because they had a bitchin' realtor that found a way to facilitate This emotional information and valuable information, getting it through great communication with probably the other listing agent, their realtor, to get it passed on to the seller. See, using a pro matters in so many ways. Now, I'm going to say that again with clapping emphasis. If you're not watching this on video, picture those people on reality TV shows when they have something to say and they want to make a point. I am making a point. Using pros matter. My sound people hate me now. Okay, look, it's not just about finding you the right home and driving you around to show you homes. It's about getting you the home that you like. They're not just there to open doors for you. These are professional negotiators, and you better make sure you hire a great one. Okay, back to the listener. After about a month when I moved in, the first owner of the home stopped by. He was the third owner. So this was the first owner, not who he bought it from. That guy was a plumber, and he built the home with his contractor buddy, so they added a whole bunch of cool features. He walked around the home and showed me all the cool things and the way it was set up. He told me he was really upset when he found out the house was sold. He had no idea because he actually wanted to buy it back from the second owner. Okay, this is me again, and I know it's too late, but that guy should have had a unicorn watching the market for him, right? Just saying. Okay, and here's another listener, a first-time buyer, sent me this information. Well, we bought a house. We move in next week. 2020, though, crazy story. 41 offers shown for a full week. Even though they got up to 41 offers, they had 200 people. We had 19 counters it was our first and only house offer we ever did. We had to wear booties and gloves during each house visit. We did some inspections and found it to be mostly decent shape, but we needed some plumbing and termite work. We made that work out. We move in next week. So I told this first time by our listener, congratulations, and they should be incredibly proud of themselves, not just for figuring out how to win a bidding war like that, but heck, man, you bought a house during the pandemic. That in itself deserves a huge huge round of applause, pat on the back, fill in your congratulatory thing here. Knowing the market, that's key to being able to make this happen to you. You have to be aware of what you're jumping into. Now, during 2020, I've got two personal stories of my clients selling their homes, but the people who bought them were first-time buyers. So I thought this could be some good stuff for you to pick up some nuggets of wisdom. Now, our first seller someone that I worked with, one of my live entertainment people here from Southern California, they ended up deciding to sell their home during COVID because, well, the main reason they had to sell was live entertainment dried up. So they weren't sure what they were going to do for work. So they thought, you know what, I'm just going to sell the house and chill for a little bit. And the second seller that I had, they put their house up on the market in a matter of days, because they saw that their dream house was for sale. And they had to sell their house to be able to buy it. It was their dream house because it was across the street from the house that she grew up in. And that house that she grew up in, her sister actually lived in, so she could move right across the street from her sister. We had to hustle, though, in order for us to get our bid accepted because her home wasn't even sold yet. So we had to write an offer saying we promised we were going to sell the home quickly, and we pulled on the emotional heartstrings to win the battle. Well, it turns out that the realtor selling that home knew her family from childhood cuz I guess she used to stay like in daycare in the house that she was selling when she was a kid and they used to come in the street and play. So, this story from everyone pulled on the heartstrings and even though it was multiple offer situation, we got her offer accepted. And that meant we had to sell her house real quickly. So, In one weekend, we had the house up on the market and we sold it to a first time buyer who had almost given up until he saw her house for sale. So he really wanted to buy the house. She really wanted to buy the house right across from her sister. Everyone was motivated. Bang, the deals got done. Now, as for the other home that I sold, the one for the person who was laid off in their live entertainment business, it was an extreme situation and they were looking to sell the home quickly, not for nothing at a fair price, but they were looking to sell it fast. So when we put the home up, we had several investors who thought that, oh, I'm going to take advantage of this. It's COVID. And they tried to give us low ball deals, real slime people. Then a first time buyer pops by someone she knew would close on the deal. Someone she knew was going to work hard to make this happen. Someone not trying to steal a deal, but someone who really wanted this home and would fight to close on this purchase. And yet another listener has a story from 2020 with some good lessons for you. Listen to this. This listener says, I'm an escrow and about to close on a condo that was in litigation. Terrible word. It somehow magically just settled last weekend the same time we agreed on a price. Oh, good for you. My agent did everything to make sure I got what I wanted and pushed to get me even more money off. We ended up in contract for under-asking price in 2020. That's amazing. And your tips on the podcast along the way have definitely helped. She, she said, I wasn't going to post because I didn't want to jinx it until we closed. Then there's a little PS. She also wanted to mention that I might want to tell my listeners, oh, thank you very much for giving me direction. I appreciate that. Lovely. Anyway, she wants me to tell the listeners that some cities offer government assistance programs that you could take advantage of, even help with saving and budgeting and getting your credit score fixed. That's cool. Now, you got a couple resources. My podcast and everything all on the website where the podcasts are written out for you, or get it direct from the folks in your town. That's pretty cool. She says, Not sure if all cities do that, but they're a tremendous resource. So, these are just a few of the examples of the stories that are happening everywhere in North America for first time home buyers during this pandemic. We have had so many first time home buyers get their first homes from the unicorn realtors in 2020. And I'm talking like from March to December, right in the thick of everything, we had people buy homes everywhere. Dallas, Phoenix, Baltimore, San Diego, Atlanta, Portland, San Antonio, San Francisco, Santa Clara. We had two of them in Central California and four in Southern California. I heard their realtor was pretty cool. And of course, there were many, many more. The last time I looked, it was over 50 listeners that closed during the pandemic. And this is happening. And people are planning. We've got well over 100 people that have been hooked up with realtors in their area that are working the plan for 2021. Look, you're going to see horrible headlines as this continues to get better and worse. Because remember, negative headlines, that's what drives the clicks. That's what sells the papers. Newspapers are things old people read. And that's for good reason, because some terrible stuff is going to happen. The commercial side of real estate it's already taken a huge dump and it's going to get worse. The other night I went to a drive up fundraiser for my kid's little theater school and that little theater school, it's in a strip mall and it has a whole bunch of businesses. Usually that place at 6 PM, which when we were pulling up, it's packed. It's got a judo place, a workout place, ballroom dancing, and a bar that's usually stuffed to the gills on Monday nights. And this was a Monday at 6 PM. And Everywhere was crickets, not just the bar, but all the businesses, nothing. And that's just the tip of the iceberg as people start to figure out that they can work from home. That means office buildings, they're going to be in a big slump as well. So that's what's going to be happening when it comes to real estate. Now on the personal side, buying residential real estate, that's different as I've said before, it's a one-off. That means it's one person selling a house. And if they want to move, they're going to move. Now, like I said in the part one of this, COVID sucks. I have many friends hurting in the live entertainment business. One of them, like I told you, there was one that had to sell their house because they just wanted some more stability. So if that's you, this could be a time to hunker down and work on your planning. Obviously, you got to do what you got to do and take care of your family. If you're struggling to survive, that's the most important thing. And you might not be able to save a ton. I hear you. But look, there's plenty of stuff that you can work on. You can go back through the podcast. You can listen or re-listen to the podcast. There's a lot of things that we can do while you wait this out. The worst case scenario is at least you'll get some tips on how to save money. So hang in there, gang. We're going to get through this. Next time, we're going to go over what to expect in 2021. Don't freak out. I've got a plan. Do you sense a theme here? Planning? Yeah. So if this episode or any others have been helpful to you, please subscribe and you'll automatically keep getting all this information directly sent to you wherever you get your podcasts. And if it's been helpful, please write a review so that we jump up on the charts and other people can find us. we can get more and more people making this dream happen. You can check me out on Twitter and on YouTube. If you've got specific questions, the best way to get me is to hit me up on Instagram, at David Sedoni, or you can join the How to Buy a Home Facebook group, or you can contact me through the website. That's davidsedoni.com. Jump on there, fill out the contact form, and I'll get back to you. All right, everyone, hang tough during all this, and remember, you can do this.